Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. Good evening, Cormac and Saoirse here. We are chatting just about odd, weird jobs and the strangest ways you've made money and the weirdest jobs that you've had. We got a beautiful text in from Lisa. Lisa's on the line now. Lisa, good evening. How's you? Hello, how are you? Now, Hi. We need to apologise to Lisa first because uh, the phones in the <laughs> studio are on private number and I know calling someone at nearly 10 past 11 on a Tuesday evening on a private number is not the most relaxing no, experience. No, but we have to scare it's her back. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So, um, Lisa, you, the job that you texted us in about was... Professional vampire. A professional <laughs> vampire. Now, at what point in your life did you go, I'm going to be a professional vampire? Or where did you see this advertised? So basically, long story short, um, I did arts in college. Yeah. So obviously we all know how employable arts <laughs> and media is. Yes. <laughs> I have a beautiful array of multi-diverse arts and media related certificates which are completely useless. <laughs> so do I. Yes, yeah. we all do. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so I was kind of on the dole slash trying to make it as a musician. Nice. And that wasn't really going very well. <laughs> so um, I started working um, Saturday nights at this uh, Dublin horror attraction. Um, I actually don't know whether or not it's still there or not. And I was basically the bride of Dracula and I'd have to like lie in a coffin, which now I'm like claustrophobic and terrified in the dark. This is like a closed coffin. Wow. Like literally, like 20 minutes into my like job interview with this guy uh, before I got the job, he was like, now you're just going to lie down in this coffin now I'm just going to put the lid on you. And I'm like, what? Oh <laughs> and what, God. then you decided to take the job? Yeah. It was one of those things where like for the thing, he's like, will you be okay lying in a closed coffin? And I'm like, yeah, 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 fine. Like, <laughs> you know what it's like? I really needed that 50 quid like. And... um Literally, he's there closing the lid over the coffin in the interview and he just goes, and that was the last they ever heard of Lisa. And I'm just there like, oh my God, what have I actually gotten myself into? So that was that. That involved a kind of, a, it was kind of like a really bad acting gig. It was one of those kind of things you do that you're like, oh, you know, I can is, completely get that. a tragic backstory to my uh, yeah. fantastic meteoric uh, rise. And um, I did lots of kind of stuff like that and different kind of, Horror Come here, before you before you go on to the other stuff, uh, what was how long was the shift? If you know what I mean, yeah. how long were you in the coffin for on a usual night? Uh, do you know what? It kind of it it was roughly about twenty minutes because you had to get into it and be completely set before all the tourists came into the room, and then there was another actor doing another thing. So you'd be in the closed coffin only so they could open it kind of at the end. So no. of the kind of scene, so it was mad. I'm sure there was holes in it, was there? No, 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 this was a proper coffin. So oh you couldn't even God, breathe? Lisa. 
No, like it was a proper, a proper coffin and I was so afraid of the dark I had to bring, I was, no one was allowed to um, see this. I had a tiny torch at me that I would hide in my bra and then I would have it just kind of clicked in my bra <laughs> that I could see in the dark Just and then I'd turn it off when I heard like the scene starting and stuff like that. Lisa, how those, broke those, were yeah. you? Yeah, no, I wouldn't oh. do this. I I actually wasn't as broke as I am today. (laughs) We'll see you there Saturday in the coffin. My (laughs) God. So that was was so weird. And I did other things like that. And one of the things I used to have to do was I used to have to dress up with a bunch of other um, actors in different horror costumes. And we'd go around handing flyers out around like the Lewis and stuff like that around Dublin or different campuses for... um, this this attraction yep. uh, that this annual thing and what happened was one day we were working with a radio another radio station. There is none, we but sure, go on anyway. There, there is no other radio station. <laughs> we were we were we were booked in to do promo on yeah. the streets, dressed in giant costumes and heads and stuff. It was awful for hours, right? But the radio station thought we were only going to be there for like an hour, so they left, and we we'd been booked in. So we the, the taxis and everything that was going to come and collect us. Oh, coming no. in to collect us at like say four o'clock oh, no. but we were all done by like one so we had to walk around the streets of Dublin for like three hours because all our stuff was back like at the um, <laughs> uh, go out to the base or the where you were set up the office yeah. yeah so we were just there for three hours walking around like on our own like <laughs> nothing to do dressed as monsters and this was like the height of summer kind of thing so it was bizarre so I've done some strange things for money yeah, yeah, yeah so, I think uh, you're kind of like me you've taken the difficult route yeah yeah, you know? yeah. Like, who who wants an employable career? Let's go for these. To be ads. honest, yeah. I, mean, they, I think we we all learned the wrong advice of uh, you know follow your dreams. Yeah, never and then do. Your oh. mates are all getting gaffs and houses, yeah. and mortgages and weddings, and you're yeah. there going, oh, I've got a really good YouTube channel though, so it's fine. Yeah, uh, how many how many dentists and doctors and financial advisors can say that they have been the bride of Dracula? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, they haven't. How many of them have been paid to lie in a coffin. Zero. So it, it was it was it was one of those things where it's all been very it's it's very bleak in some ways if you look at it, but then in other ways it was actually just the gassest crack it's ever. Hilarious. Like that's, literally That's the strangest yeah. job we've heard of all evening. I love that though. I think that's <laughs> one of the best jobs. I didn't know it was a job. You know? I, yeah, I had to go finding it. It wasn't advertised. And I mean, like, how did your the guy who gave you the job? Did he like ask for references? Like, how do you? Yeah, how do you? Is she good at lying in a coffin playing she's dead? A great dead person. I know it's so weird. See, I just kind of was like looking for alternative kind of ways. Yeah. Into acting and different things that I was doing, so I was like knocking on doors, beating the streets, hustling. Hustling. You know? There you go. That's the word. Oh, you were hustling. Jesus yeah, 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 yeah. Should have been. I, you should have been getting a job. It. You should have been getting a job at the civil service. That's what you should have been doing. I know, right? Jesus Christ! Pension, can't get fired. All these amazing perks of the job. Oh my God! You're listing my broken dreams. Yeah. Can we just say, did the coffin lead to big things? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! So you're going to tell us now that you're in the next Hollywood film, and we're like, wow! I was actually oh. in uh, what's that movie? Twilight. Twilight. I was in yeah. all of the Twilights as one oh, of the coffin yeah. ladies. Oh God! <laughs> See, if you were a coffin lady in one of those films, you'd be set for life. Yeah. I know. Wouldn't that be great? No. And come here. Are you still acting at the moment, or what are you doing? Um, do you know what? Actually, believe it or not, like you're talking to like someone with like their own podcast, right? You know, right? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm, wow! I'm so influential. No, yeah, I have a low budget horror radio show. Ah, oh, deadly! <laughs> so yeah. Hey, hey, what's your what's your podcast? You have to plug this while I you're on the air. I want to hear more now. about it. Let her talk. Take these opportunities. <laughs> the podcast is called Straight Out of Canto. 
K-A-N-T-O. It is a horror gaming and retro nerd uh, kind of 90s nostalgia kind of podcast. So anything kind of spooky from Japan or Pokemon or gaming, anything like that, it's kind of weird. Straight out of Kanto, K-A-N-T-O. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to listen to that. Available Spotify, iTunes, the usual places? Yeah, 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 it is. It's under the Nerd to Know Media uh, banner. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, oh, my just God. weird, spooky, nostalgia nerd stuff. So. Oh, that sounds like great crack. There's a lot of weird, yeah. spooky people who listen to this show. There are, actually, yeah. <gasps> This is brilliant. Thank you so much. We should get you back on for Halloween. Oh, we should. Absolutely, yeah. you should. Mark That's down my the, jam. And you can, we'll put you in a coffin here in the office. Yeah. I actually, yeah, coffin-a-thon. Yeah, listen, speaking of coffins, I tried to bring a coffin here into the studio last year and it was all booked, oh, it was all arranged, yeah. it, was, it was about to be delivered in and then someone's dad died and the funeral oh, was no. the same day as the coffin delivery and someone had a meltdown at our CEO and I was quickly <sighs> brought in and told... Yeah, cancel that. Yeah, cancel that. It's not happening. And you can't, you, you, can't, you can't, you can't argue with that. I no. can't turn around to the CEO and go, "It's my, I'm trying to do something cool, okay?" Yeah. Like it's just a coffin. Sh- shut your mouth yeah. and get out. Get so that was the last experience I had with a coffin. Um, Lisa, listen, <laughs> thanks a million for coming on, popping that. No that is the, the best worst job we've heard of in a while. Um, we can't give you a lot of money or a new job, but we can give you some uh, lovely uh, demotivational Room 104 beer mats. Oh, no. That, thanks. I know, oh, there you go now. You can put your coffee in the in the next podcast recording. She's so lovely. I, I will. It will go straight on that with pride. Thank you. That's actually great. Cheers. No worries. Listen, Lisa, thanks a million for uh, popping no on. No problem. And then um, so the next time you're in a coffin, give us a shout. I will indeed. I'll, t- I'll like live stream it. Oh, amazing. That would be beautiful. God, you could do your podcast from the coffin. There you, there you go. Good, yeah. That'll be your Halloween. That'll be your Halloween special. That's it sorted. There you go. Lovely, Lisa. Listen, thanks for popping on. Thanks Enjoy the rest so of your much, night. Guys, you're legends. Bye, 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 bye. Oh, she was sound, wasn't she? That's brilliant. That's a nice that random so old cool. job. I just wish that her coffin career took off. I know, yeah. You know, I wish she went to like bigger productions got paid more mm. and then suddenly was a coffin expert. Yeah, that kind of industry is just a, it's a grave industry to get into. <laughs> the dying business. That was oh, it just keeps going. Oh, it just, just keeps, keeps going. going as well. Sorry, we got sidetracked there. We were initially talking um, about and we wanted, we still do want to talk and take your suggestions on uh, Pints. Pints. Uh, responsible d- Pints. <laughs> responsible Pints of Guinness. We're looking for the single greatest place in Dublin to go for a pint of Guinness because we're doing a pint of Guinness World Cup. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Sersha. FM 104. Still to come on the show, we have to do Control Alt Delete. We got a little bit pushed back there, but it'll be around with the tech stories, including if you're an iPhone user and you've ever experienced your phone suddenly out of nowhere getting slow as mm. soon as they release a new model. Weird, eh? Weird indeed. Don't know why that would happen. Well, there's a $500 million lawsuit taking place in the United States and they might have to refund a lot of Apple users. It's not a lot of money how much they're getting back and it's unfortunately not going to affect you here. Um, but I will be explaining a little bit more about that in a few moments' time. Getting back to some of the recommendations for the best pint of Guinness in Dublin, we are running the first ever Pint of Guinness World Cup. 32 fine establishments will be going into the Pint of Guinness World Cup and they'll be battling it out. You'll have to vote for them and help decide which place for Paddy's Day will be crowned the greatest pint of Dublin in the greatest pint of Guinness in Dublin. Yeah, and we demand we go. everyone goes down and has one responsible pint when they find out who the winner is because, I mean, we have to trust the people of Dublin. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, competition, you know. So, uh, find your team, recommend who it is if you want them to be one of the thirty-two. Someone said the the Cabra House. 
Oh yeah, I've never been there. Comes in from Gary, said they have a fantastic pint in the Cabra House. Whereabouts is the, is the Cabra House in, just in behind off the main street where the shops are on Cabra? Is it that one down the little... the little? So I don't even think I've ever been to Cabra. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been. I have no reason to be there. They have uh, that lovely takeaway in Cabra. What do you call Teos? Teos in Cabra? Teos, yeah. They have a Domino's in Cabra. And, 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 Clark's Bakery. Really? Okay, I'll go to Cl- I'll go to Clark. Clark's. Clark's. Go to you Clark's need to go to Clark's. It and I'll go to Cabra. Do. And then go to Domino's and then go to the, to, oh, to nice. the rest yeah. of the places as well. Who else? Uh, Potter Brown's on Clam- Clambrassel Street. Cracking point. Thank you for that, Tommy. Where else do we have? The Clock on Thomas Street. Best and one of the cheapest in town. Okay. Oh, that's good. Interesting. The Keith, good evening. The Blue Haven and Temple Oak. Never been in it. No, I wouldn't know Temple Oak that well. I used to work there, but... Never would have had a pint. What you do in Temple Oak? I used to teach uh, a, a class called Jimboree to babies. Oh, yeah, that was in that Temple was in Oak. Temple Oak. Yeah. Uh, City Arms. City Thomas, Arms. thanks for the City Arms. Where exactly is that? I know the name. I can't. I can't remember where it was. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh yeah, we have the Gate Theatre. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. The best places for a pint in Dublin to go into the Guinness World Cup. Do let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Still to come on the show. Why you should get rid of your cat. Don't ever say that. Okay. Like you're talking to the person that lives with her cat. I mean, my cat is all I have. I hope you're listening right now and I hope that you're a dog person because I think we all know dogs are just better. I've said this before. I do think dogs are better, but my cat is different. She's not like a normal cat. She's like a dog. Um, I think Marcus sent us in a a picture saying, uh, dogs might be called a man's best friend, but we don't show the police where your drugs are. And then there's three pictures of cats. Fair enough, fair That's enough. That's true. That is true. But listen. Cats will leave you alone as well. You don't have to, when you come in from work, if you've fed them, they don't care about you. You can relax yourself and watch telly. A dog is jumping up on top of you, they want to go for a walk. Listen, they'll also do something horrific if you die. All right. Yeah, they'd be devastated. My no, cat they would be no, no, no. She would not. She would do something horrific, which is why I will never get a cat ever, ever, ever. Now I will say, and this really hurt my feelings when I came back from hospital. Usually, every single night I come in from work, she meows at the door. You can hear her from downstairs, and it yeah. does make me feel good and wanted. Yeah. I came back from hospital, and she was hiding under the couch, and she didn't come out. <sighs> so she got used to my neighbour feeding her and didn't care about me anymore. Cats are are evil and I will explain why a little bit later on you can keep the pub recommendations coming in on the way next we'll be doing control alt delete letting you know about uh, computers that are being implanted inside your heart so if you have a dodgy heart know someone who has a dodgy heart maybe you this have be a dodgy heart I have a dodgy heart as well yeah not emotionally physically it's gonna, yeah. I'm going to kill over and die of a heart attack one day um, that and uh, I, iPhones being slowed down Apple have been uh, settling a lawsuit for several hundred million and might have to refund iPhone users for slowing down their phones. More on that in a few months' time here on F104. This podcast may contain content which is suitable for listeners over the age of 18 only. Discretion is advised. In a few moments' time, I will be trying to convince you to get rid of your cat if you have one. I'm not listening to For your own health and safety reasons. How dare you? They are... Listen... I'm not getting rid of her. And you're not taking her off me. I don't want to take her off you. I don't want her. That's what I think you do want. Uh, I do no, 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 do not. No, not after what I found today online and what I read. Shocking the stuff. Only Shocking bad stuff. thing about her, as I said, is every single morning I wake up, I've cleaned her litter tray, and she just poos on the floor. Besides that, I mean, she's great. Well, listen, they do something far, far worse, and you should be terrified if you have a cat. Okay, well, I'm going to wait and see because I don't think you're going to terrify me. Susan is as gentle as 
a feather. Yeah, okay. We'll see about that. iPhone users, if you had an iPhone in 2017 that you suddenly noticed started slowing down, was it because Apple was deliberately slowing them down to force you to buy a new one? Let's discuss. Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete. I'm assuming that's a yes. Um, are you assuming that's a yes? It would be a yes, because Apple has uh, agreed to a settlement of $500 million, and they may have to pay out iPhone users who experienced their phones slowing down. It's, it, it, I'll tell you, it is. if you had... Now, unfortunately, this is only in the United States, so no one has taken a case against them over here. But it's just I thought it was very interesting, because I remember seeing a story about this first. Some researchers did a thing looking into Google search results. So you can see Google search trends over time. It's kind of open information, so you can see what what terms are popping up. You know, like the World Cup comes around every four years, there'll be a spike in searches for World Cup yeah. the year it's on, that kind of stuff. But they found a correlation between the search term like iPhone slow peaked a month before every new iPhone was released. Oh. And then they started going, hmm... Hang on a second, that's a bit coincidental. It's a bit coincidental that the month before the release of Apple's new iPhone, everyone's iPhone starts slowing down. I don't like that. Hang on a second. And they were just, I just coincidence. Mm. So a group of people are after taking a case against uh, Apple over in the United States. If they had an iPhone 6, 7 or SE and they had it in December 2017, you might be owed a whopping $25. Still... I mean, getting any money back is good. Getting any money off Apple is fairly impressive. It makes sense in two parts that one, people are going to want to get a new phone because their phone is slowing down and breaking so they feel like the newer one is going to be better. And then for Apple, obviously, they're, you know, if they're bringing out a new phone every year and then your phone is working perfectly fine, you're not necessarily going to go fork out that money. That's the one problem with technology it doesn't have longevity. And you have these big trillion dollar companies like Apple who have to continually sell more phones than the year before. Yeah. And if it was so good, you know, you could probably, you'd be grand with a phone. You'd like to have a phone for like five years. Yeah. And now they're going to get to a point now where because the place is in bits and they're going to have to stop creating so much waste and a lot of people and the young folk are mad into their environment. You can't be buying a new iPhone every year. No. And they cost like a grand, 1,200 quid. They usually last... What, two years max? Yeah. And then it starts slowing down. And, they, and so it turned out that if that's happened to your phone, there's a strong chance that the updates that were pushed to your phone were slowing it down and were draining the battery more than what would usually have happened. So they have agreed to a preliminary settlement of $500 million and it still requires final approval. The proposed terms show that iPhone users may be able to claim up to $25 per affected device. The majority of people, I don't think, are going to bother their whole doing that no I wouldn't but it is but annoying should. though you, yeah, should. you should and it is it is irritating yeah it is uh, definitely irritating so that's how I just thought it was interesting you know so uh, and the fact there was a settlement means that kind they're kind of kinda going mm-hmm. you know, okay maybe we did that sorry <laughs> Yeah, we got we away with it though we, we, made we, money. we needed to boost our share price okay so <laughs> we just lied and broke your phone <laughs> it's a thing you'd hear about mechanics doing you know what I, I'm always afraid when I drop my car into a mechanic because I know nothing about car yeah, I can change a tyre I can I can change a tyre I can change the oil I can put water in the thing and basic stuff right change, change the battery and, and jump I can't do car. That's, any of that that's about it but I, when I walk in I'm always like you have your imposter syndrome your inferiority complex because they're saying stuff to you and you're like, oh God, 
Yeah, the last time I got my car serviced, some guy comes to me and goes, you want to change that timing belt, man? This was two years ago. And I was like, what, are you serious? He goes, listen, I drive that car myself now and that's going to go. And I, timing belt is a couple of hundred quid and it's a big job. And I'm there going, okay, is he taking a piss? Timing belt's fine. Is it? It's absolutely, well, maybe it is. But I just hate things like that because you never know. See, they're more likely to screw me over than you, though. But then they go in and you hear those horror stories where you drop your car in and they smash stuff up on you and break it and go, you see, you came in just to have the, the filters changed, but turns out that your radiator, someone's after taking a sledgehammer to it and everyone else is bust, so we're going to have to charge you two grand to fix that now. Yeah, sorry. Oh, that's just mean. That's kind of what Apple's doing, though. Slowing down your phone and going, oh, yeah, the, yeah, okay. So fingers crossed they won't be doing it anymore, but that has been the settlement anyway. Um, moving on next... Everyone is going mad about the coronavirus, but so are apparently the super ultra wealthy people over around the world. They are trying to, in what can only be described as something out of that movie 2012, where all the billionaires got secret tickets onto big ships. Oh, yeah. They're trying to get early access to vaccines. And a lot of these rich, fancy people are trying to pay their doctors and pay private facilities to come up with a vaccine so they can get it ahead of the general public because we're only poverty. Imagine being that rich. I know. You're, you're putting pressure on on people like mm. in in the medical world to yeah. actually create a, um, a vaccine for this so they can get it before you. Yeah, so, so they the, can sit there and go, <laughs> it's you dead. Oh, are you all sick? Oh, you've got no money? You've got a cold? Oh, yeah, that's what they do. That's what the rich people do. They say money can't buy you happiness, but apparently it can buy you a hell of a lot of health. So a Bloomberg, a feature by Bloomberg was uh, kind of looking at how the virus is impacting various different people. Some of those were the ultra-wealthy, and they found that the rich people have been asking their boutique physicians, because they have on-demand boutique physicians who just work for them, yeah, uh, whether there's any amount of money that can score them an early-access coronavirus vaccine before it's handed out to the masses. Wow. Screw you if you're not rich. That's the message we're getting. The vaccine, it could just be created and not actually do anything. Do you know what I mean? No. They might not actually... They have to test it and they have to vaccinate. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage... Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Yeah, okay. What are you on about? 
I just don't believe that vaccines work, Sirsha. They do. Oh no, they absolutely. Of course do they work. work. But you know when they they're going to bring out this vaccine that everyone has to get, but you need to fork out this amount of money to be vaccinated against it, and then you won't get the coronavirus, and it'll yeah, be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know. They'll probably provide it for free. I think there's a money making machine there. Well, of course. Do you not think saving lives is valuable? Of course I do. Well, there, why, why can't the lads, uh, the big greedy pharmaceutical companies make some billions of money off But it's going to be more of a, you know, flu, flu, uh, flu vaccine. Yeah, it will be, yeah. It will be basically a flu, a flu well, vaccine. But then they'll add that but into the coronavirus. Haven't they said those flu vaccines aren't exactly 100% r- reliable to... Well, nothing is 100% reliable. But they're like 99% reliable. Get your vaccines, kids. Of course get your vaccines, You sound kids. like, a, you, I feel but like I as if you should wear gonna... a tinfoil hat. No, I feel as if we should get Jim Cor on and you should put a tinfoil hat on I don't and start think going on about to go. how the fluoride in the water is, is killing babies. I don't think everyone needs to go and get the flu vaccine to survive Why the not? flu. Why not? I, th- I think that's a little bit of a waste. A flu vaccine, okay? I just do. For more medical information and recommendations, you can visit at Saoirse underscore long on Instagram. Now, if you, if you want to bring up other vaccines, uh, such as, you know, ones that you do need when you're kids. Like the cervical cancer? Uh, vaccines yes, as well yes absolutely get that Again, I got that Simon Harris if you're listening what's going on and I had to pay for it at the, well my mum did at the time because it only just came out <laughs> oh, now they give them poor, to you in school for God. free she keeps going on about that what she's like I paid so much I money paid to keep you and alive and then you know what she the, said they are so ungrateful but you know what it probably didn't even work because you had sex before you had that so basically you're meant to get it before you've had sex that vaccine why for cervical cancer because the whole point is that you've you might have con, con, I don't know guys carry the thing virusy thing I don't know what it's called and then girls it can turn ah, into yes, cervical the, the cancer thing. I don't know the is medical it an STI infant. that we carry no it's not an STI I don't know what it is but anyway when you get vaccinated before having sex your body obviously fights that off right whereas if you have been exposed to it already the vaccine's not really going to work that well so of course I had but you know she still paid for me Get it. Well, good to hear Good to hear. Yeah. Listen, speaking of health, they have now developed a tiny computer. This is insane. Yeah. A tiny computer that you can get injected into your heart. A computer? A computer. A tiny, tiny computer that is injected into your blood system and makes its way into your heart. I know why. Why? So they can check if you actually are heartless. Oh, there you go. They're like, there oh, this go. person doesn't have a heart. Sorry. Does she have any emotions? No, she no, doesn't. She's heartless. Yeah. I don't even know how she's alive. <laughs> so it's a tiny, tiny, tiny little uh, thing that they inject into your heart. It's a computer. It's then goes into your heart and it will. it's able to analyze different parts of your blood pressure, your heart rhythms. That syncs with a computer on the outside of your body. Amazing. Sends all this information to a doctor so he can see and help prevent heart attacks and other uh, heart failure problems because it can see it ahead of time. It's able to see, oh, the heart's acting a little bit dodgy now and it'll send a message to your doctor kind of going, sort this guy out. It can help change and customise medications that you're on. So if you're on a certain heart medication for a while and the doctor isn't too certain, because, you, you know, you can only do, uh, you only tell out the results, but they send this tiny little thing into your heart and it sits in, one, in, in your heart and it takes all these different uh, data points and sends it out to a computer which analyses it and can tell you this, the health of your heart in the moment. And then it'll cut down on hospital visits. It'll cut down on taking unnecessary medication. And it'll save your life. I love that idea. It's good. Isn't it? A little yeah. computer in your heart. Yeah, not a pacemaker now. It's literally a little computer that goes into your heart and yeah. scans things around but it. But at least then, as you said, if they if there is something dodgy going on or something has changed, yep. you can survive. Yep. Uh, we may have found alien life. I really hope so. I mean, we talk about this quite a lot and nothing has happened as of yet. We've been told certain dates 
some aliens are going to appear and so on. They haven't yet. I am still hopeful in my time that I can meet an alien, fall in love with them, and have alien babies. <laughs> I'm not even joking. The first domestic, the intergalactic domestics. The uh, a team of researchers, they have not exactly found alien life, but they have found a protein, in, uh, they claim to have found a protein inside a meteorite. So proteins are obviously some of the building blocks for cells and DNA and most of your bodily functions. Mm. And it, they claim it would be the first ever protein discovered from beyond Earth not necessarily an indication of alien life, but the first biological thing that we've found outside of Earth. Hopeful. A, a pretty big deal, yeah. So a lot of people are still saying that, nah, that may not be the case, but this is what they said they did. When they examined the gases after doing some mass spectrometry, I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly, analysing the gas after you vaporise samples, uh, the researchers found a combination of amino acids and additional atoms, which they say is evidence for the first extraterrestrial protein Baby steps, we're getting there. I love this. Yeah, it's good. I wonder if um, aliens would be good for anything. World domination, if they've got laser beams, they could blow up the earth. Anything useful? I don't know. I wonder. Like stuff that we couldn't do, that maybe they could. The conspiracy theorists on YouTube, they would suggest that uh, they would have technology so we wouldn't need fossil fuels anymore. They'd have uh, free energy for everyone. Because the UFOs that you will have seen online that can move around really fast and have no noise, they've mastered uh, anti-gravity, blah, blah, blah. What and about electricity? Uh, we'd, we'd get it. We wouldn't need... We'd get electricity from other sources. We wouldn't need petrol or... Well, that'd be great because I don't want to pay a 640 oh, euro bill. Did you just follow that up? No, I haven't. I'll do it tomorrow. It's been very stressful. To me. Like, you know, when you're thinking about it, you're so angry. Let's get some chewing gum. I need, I need some chewing gum. Hi, my bill's been 600 euro. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And they're like, no, that's normal. And I'm like, no, it's yeah, not. Definitely not. Uh, so there you go. If you've uh, seen any other random mad uh, science-y techie stories, do let us know. Drop us a line at underscore uh, room 104. And if you have been affected by the iPhone saga of 2017, where you suddenly notice your phone slowing down just before the new phone is released, you can let us know. On the way next, why you need to get rid of your cat Stop saying that. I don't need to be mean, but cats are evil. And I will explain why next here on FM 104. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. And unfortunately, if you have a cat, I have some very bad news. Why do you always do this to me? I mean, you'd never say this about a dog under any circumstances. No, I would not. And there's science to back me up on what I'm about to tell you. Lies. No, no, no. Listen, if you have a cat, it's time to get rid of your cat, okay? John as well has said, Saoirse, I told you, in every selfie, your cat looks like she's plotting your death. Well, do you know what, John? I'm going to stick a selfie up of me and her tomorrow just to prove that she actually does love me. And I'm just going to put this out there. Okay, you can't judge a book by its cover. It's not fair that she looks the way she does. And that's very true. What you can judge a book by is uh, tons and tons of research and data that scientists have done into what your cat will do if you die. Okay, I'm just telling you that she is actually very happy and usually purring during those pictures. She might look like she hates me, but she doesn't. Right, let's say you go home this evening. And you have a dog, Saoirse, right? Let's say you have a dog mm. and a, a loyal companion and it's called Rover. And you go home one night and for some reason you die of sudden adult death syndrome and, and you just die in your bed or on the couch or wherever. What will your dog do? Your dog will probably bark. It'll try and raise the alarm. It might try and jump on your chest to resuscitate uh, you. Stop. No, it, it, might, it might cry. It might howl until the authorities come and the dog could wind up saving your life. A dog is not going to do that. If you die in your bed, 
it's not okay, going to notice. Okay, if you're on your bed, you're dead, right? But the dog will notice and it'll come in and it might, you know, sit by your side and wait and protect you, your, your corpse anyway. What will a cat do? If you die and you have a pet cat and you suddenly die in your own home with the cat in the, in the, in the place, what will your cat do to your body? Uh, I'd say my cat would probably try and get really close up and get some warmth from my body, possibly. But yeah. she wouldn't know I'm dead. She would just be like, oh, look, Oh, she's... she'll know you're dead. What will a cat do when you die? Be very sad. It'll be eat devastated. your corpse. Sorry, what? Cats will eat the corpse of their dead owner. No, they won't. Yes, they will. So you're telling me if I drop dead, you guys don't notice and no one actually contacts and then you don't care where I am. And then you come in, we come into the gaff and there's a really fat cat and there's no sign of Saoirse. We're like, where did she go? And your cats are going... Rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> That's more of a dog thing, but you know what I mean? That's your Subo cat. Subo's going to eat me if I drop dead. Yes. This isn't my opinion, right? Look at this headline. What does that say? Will your cat eat your corpse? Will your cat eat your corpse? There's apparently a ton of research that has been done on this. So if you have a cat, throw it a little look there now. I'm kind of going... Mm. So what do we do? I can't throw her out. So... You just have to hope that you outlive your cat. Yeah. You want, no, you want to get rid of your cat, all right? So let me let me just tell you, right? A a. This is the experiment. A number of experiments were, were done in Colorado Mesa University, right? And they were looking at house cats and their behaviours on the recently deceased. And this is what the person who said, Delgado is his name, who was one of the researchers. As a cat behaviourist, because that's a real thing, apparently. I think what's really interesting about this study in particular is that we primarily think of cats as predators, as animals who hunt, kill, and then eat what they've killed. In this case, it really highlights the fact that they are also scavengers. They have documented numerous people, elderly people who live with their cats who have died suddenly, who have been eaten by their pet cats. You're telling me that cats have eaten their owners. I am telling you now, because cats are descended from tigers and that whole big cat family and they're predators and they bring home disgusting dead birds and dead mice. When you die, you're just another thing. They eat you. That's horrible. Well, maybe because I've trained my cat to be inside, she doesn't know what any of those kind of mice, rat things are. It's instinctive though, isn't it? It's instinctive. She's got the biological building blocks. Oh, look at that. They, Jonah said they start with the eyes. Oh, stop what? it. Imagine coming back and you can't even have an open casket funeral because the pet cat ate your dead granny's eyes out. Oh, this isn't stop. even BS. This is 100% true. Now, wow. the study was using feral cats, all right? Oh, see, there you go. My cat <laughs> Susan would never eat me because she's not feral. But, she's but, but, basically listen, a dog. There, there's no genetic difference between feral cats and domesticated cats. I just don't feel like she would. Terror, panic, look at your cat now and kind of go ooh, ooh. I'm actually afraid to go home well once you don't die but you have been in the hospital the coronavirus is going around what if I came back what if I hadn't gone to the hospital and I just died yeah your cat we would again wouldn't have seen you is that terrifying <sighs> that is actually terrifying now, the fact I don't that know, it's actually like it based on some sort of it. research again it's a feral cat maybe it wouldn't happen with your cat but just a little bit scary that's why dogs should always win although in, in saying that I'd rather be attacked by a cat than a dog. A dog could cause a lot of harm if it decided to turn on you. A cat, I mean, what? It's going to try and scratch you. It's not doing much yeah, true, damage. True, yeah. So, you well, know, you got I to mean, weigh it up. Just nibble at you for a while when you're dead, though. Look, I'm still going to be a cat person. So there you go. Listen, I know you might be in work right now late, doing an old overnight, but if you're going into work tomorrow, 
you may tell all of the cat owners that you have who love their cats that when they die, their cat will probably eat their dead corpse. Unless, obviously, they have people that care about them and notice that they died. Yeah, of course. But for the, for the a-holes who uh, aren't liked by anyone who die alone and have no friends, their cats are going are gonna to eat them. Well, I mean, at the same time, if you are dead, does it matter? Uh, like, does it really? Does, I mean, does you're going to be... Maybe not. You're maybe dead not. anyway. I know, yeah, I suppose. You're going to be eaten by maggots or whatever under the ground anyway, so you might as well just be eaten by your Look, cat. Ray, Ray's back, Mooper. Good evening, Raymond. Cats are scavengers by nature. You are correct and right. They're scavengers. It's hardwired into their DNA, into their biology to scavenge. And maybe you should look at it like they love you so much they want a piece of you. Okay, so that's what you, when that's someone you I'm love <laughs> dies, you're going to go, Sisha, what are you doing to the body? I'm just having a bit of the arm. I love you so much. I just want a bit of the arm. Look, they're, they're animals for a reason. Animals know, are yeah. animals. Yeah. You know? Dead so right. if that's their way of loving you, then so be it. You're not alive anyway. It doesn't <sighs> matter. God. But no, it is terrifying and I am scared because every time I drive into the driveway, the lights are off in the apartment and all you see is her eyes glowing. And I guarantee you that cat's turned them off and it's probably putting it's things probably in your way to trip you up. Go, oh no, there's a trip up. Are you dead? I oh, actually okay. think she gave me the infection that got me in hospital. <laughs> first. I'm nearly certain. Oh, uh, maybe she did. What's this now? Dogs have masters... Cats have servants. That is, yes, that is it. Cats don't care, care about you at all. When you, when you go away on holidays, right? Yeah. And someone else is minding your cat. Yeah. Your cat probably won't even come back. As well, in, a dog will be so excited to see you. If you leave for an hour, a dog is so excited to see you. You run back in, it's all like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. A cat is just like, meh. Yeah. I was getting some milk next door. I hate you. Yeah. And then it goes up, it, it claws your face. It knocks everything over. Mm. It likes being high. That's funny you mentioned that. That's probably why... Uh, who's mentioned that? I think that's Brian, is it? Um, Brian, yes. Yeah, sorry, Brian. Um, yeah, they have servants. They like being above people. They like being high and they like looking down on their human servants that they're planning on eating. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. I mean, my cat is a prime example of that. You know, if you feed her... Sorry, she'll rub up against her, your leg until yeah. you feed her and then you feed her and she's like, get away from me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, John, for sending this in, by the way. We've been sent in... A news article from the very reputable Mail Online, which isn't a sensationalist <laughs> rag at all, right? Very, very nice. But look at this headline. Body of woman, 56, who collapsed and died in her own home, is gnawed and eaten by her own cats on the kitchen floor. That is absolutely disturbing. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Oh, my God. Animals. And you don't see dogs doing that. No one's sending in articles about dogs eating your I'm dead I'm sure it's corpse. happened. I don't know, I'm just saying. Look, I have to go home to my cat right now. Can you just stop with this conversation? Thank you very much for that. Listen, we'll stop, we'll wrap it up. We're pretty much done now anyway. Um, oh, we also, we mentioned this yesterday, but if you would like to head along to the Kings of Leon gig in the RDS, they're coming this July. Tickets are on sale on Friday. If you would like to get your hands on a pair of tickets before they go on sale and have that sorted for the summer, Ben is giving away a pair of tickets to Kings of Leon tomorrow on his show. He's got a pair every single day. So tomorrow's your next chance. He'll be on the jam from three o'clock. Best bets to tune in if you want to go see the Kings of Leon. Saw them in the three arena a year or two ago. Unbelievable, I'd say. Very good. Yeah. Very, very good. And they're open things now. It's going to be on the RDS. So tune in from Ben tomorrow. There's going to be tomorrow night uh, Irish guy, Dublin comedian, Colm Tyrrell. He has decided to do a 24-hour stand-up gig in New York. Horrific. Horrific indeed. I mean, trying to make people laugh while you're tired and hungry. Yeah. How can that be good? I mean, I'm trying to do that for five minutes. is terrifying enough. 24 hours. Now, I think Tommy Tiernan 
tried to do the world record. I think he might have done something similar. Wow. Colin's going to be doing this. It's raising money for charity. He's currently based over in New York. We said we'd, we'd have a chat with him. It does sound pretty impressive, pretty amazing. He's going to be on tomorrow night. Ainrud Ella, I can think of before we go. Down with that sort of thing. Careful now, is back. Careful as always. Now, indeed. Oh, yeah, sorry. If you want to see, we had a quick video up on FM104's main page and our YouTube channel as well of uh, the Six Saga. Of me. Of you, yeah. yeah. We're doing a bit of a video diary blog thing, yeah. you know, because it's 2020 and we're cool. If you want to check it out, it's up on F104's YouTube. It's up on F104's main Facebook page. You can have a look and see some of the intimate snaps of Saoirse in a hotel, or hotel, a hospital bed. No, stop that. Do you know, actually, speaking of, I went down to get a coffee earlier on and hadn't seen the lovely security men that sit at the front desk. Dave and Jay. And they said, how was your holiday? (laughs) I said, uh, ha ha, very funny. And they looked blankly at me and they said, did you not go on all day? I told everyone you're on holidays, eh? She's off, she's off getting her hoop out in Dubai trying to get a few like extra likes and become a hoop fluencer. They were shocked. Yeah. Why did you tell them that I was on holidays? Just for the crack. Like I was dying in hospital and you tell them I'm on holidays. Yeah, sure, why not? I need a holiday. Anyway. We can't go on holidays anymore, folks, because the coronavirus is oh, everywhere. Yeah. You have to lock yourself in the room. There was also talk. No, I won't even mention that. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, ben, tomorrow, 3 o'clock, tickets to the Kings of Leon. We'll be back tomorrow night from 9 o'clock with all those beautiful things. Cheers for tuning in, as always. Ehoah. Ehoah, we'll touch tomorrow. Good luck, bye. bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.